0: Without him, praise God. I hope you're ready for church this morning. Praise God. I thank God for the presence of the Lord. You know, when Yvette and my wife was singing that song about giving every I give my all to you, Jesus. Everything I got. How it went again? (laughs) Giving myself away. That's what it was. I remembered how it went, but I just didn't remember how it sounded. (laughs) But God is telling us something this morning. We have to give ourselves away this morning. Because the Lord is present, amen? And he's present for one reason, it's to you can go on with him, praise God. We know today in America, we have dark times and a lot of people going to church and they just can't wait to get out to get their chicken dinner. But today, we're not worried about that, praise God. We need to realize that we're here for the presence of the Lord, amen? And we're going to hear the gospel this morning, amen. hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm glad I'm in church, amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We're going to start in, let me see what I have marked off. In John chapter 14 real quick, and I'm going to talk about somebody this morning. We hear a lot about Jesus. We hear a lot about the Father. We hear very little about the third person in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. The, the person of the Holy Spirit let me say, I want to say this right because I, I, I thought about thought I don't want to mess this up because we're talking about an important person. I believe the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Trinity. According to the Bible, He's the one going out and doing the work. He's the one that brings conviction, He's the one that draws souls, He's the one that speaks to the church. Well, Jesus, people say, well, I I accepted Jesus as my Savior. Jesus didn't come down from heaven and move inside of your heart. That was the Holy Spirit that done that. You get what I'm saying? Because Jesus is on the right hand of God the Father. And Jesus makes intercession for us. He's there every day, every minute, every second of the day. He's seeking, seeking the Lord for you. But Jesus didn't come out of heaven and move in your heart. Most people don't understand that because I accepted Jesus. Yeah, you did. But you accepted the Spirit of Christ. The Holy Spirit came and lived in your heart. The Holy Spirit is a person. What does that mean? It means he has a a personality. He has a character. He's only going to do what he heard the Father tell him or what Jesus told him. He's a testimony to Jesus Christ and Jesus' ministry and life. And when I look at the Holy Spirit, I say, well, what is the Holy Spirit's job? You know, we talk a lot about a lot of stuff, but really, do you know the Holy Spirit, what his ministry is in the church? Hallelujah, get ready. (laughs) I want to read to you in chapter 14, real quick, verses uh, 16, and we're going to learn a little bit about the Holy Spirit this morning. Let's start in verse 13. Jesus is addressing his disciples. Because the very first part of this chapter is when Jesus said, I am the the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but through me. Now, Jesus is identifying him as the only way. (laughs) Come on, somebody. He is the door that gets to heaven. And the disciples, Went to ask him, he said, it was Philip out then he said, show us the Father, that he might suffice us, or satisfy us. He said, Philip, have I been so long with you, and have you not known me? When you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Now, he didn't say he was the Father. Listen to me real good. He didn't say that. I am like my Father. When you see me, you see everything my Father is. Because if you go back and you read it and study it, he says, believe not that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or believe me for my very work's sake. And Jesus is saying something about, about who he is, right? See, Jesus is God's son. He is God manifested in the flesh. That's why his name was called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. When you see Jesus, you see everything God is, right? And when he says he's one, he's one with the Father, he's just like God. Even one part of the scripture said he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Come on, somebody. So when you see the Holy Spirit, (laughs) what about that guy? We always know about the Father, we know about Jesus, but what about the Holy Spirit? What is he like? Does he have hands and arms and feet? Come on, somebody. You know, God is said he made man in his own image. So God has a head. God has feet. God has eyes. God has ears. The Bible says God sees. He, he, he sees his eyes go to and fro among the earth, and he sees the heart of man. But the Holy Spirit is identified, and if I'm reading it to you, it's always he. Now I look at Lawrence, I said, well, I know Lawrence, but... I don't know what he is. Is he a spirit? Is he a, a wind? Is he a, is he a force? Come on, somebody! No, he's a he. Not today. You don't know what's he or she. But no, but he's a him. We we identify Brady back there as a him, or my wife as a her, or we know everybody. We're still not mixed up like the world, hallelujah, but we know. But the Holy Spirit is not, the Holy Spirit is not a force. Come on, Holy Ghost. might not feel the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is not the force or, 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 or just a wind. He's not an energy. Or he's, come on, Holy Ghost. Hey, he's not some f- uh, rays from the sun. <laughs> he's, he's the Holy Ghost. He's a he. He's a person. What about the person of the Holy Spirit? I went and listened to an old sermon uh, by, not Charles Finney, um, what was it? Spurgeon's. And man, you, you need to go listen to them old preachers. Of course, they're all dead, but they read them for you, the sermons that they preach. Man, that was some solid old guys, man. Listen, they weren't blinking an eye, bro. The Holy Spirit is a person, it has a personality. It get grieved. You ever heard the Bible say, grieve not the Holy Spirit? But let me go on, okay? I'm going to ask you a question before I start. What does the Holy Spirit mean to you? What is, you see, we, we credit everything with Jesus, and it's right. He, he is the one that f- He sends the, the, the Holy Spirit. He's a, the Holy Spirit is all going to testify of Jesus. He's never going to say anything contrary to the words of Christ. Never. If somebody says, well, the Spirit told me it's all right to get married to another man or another woman. That's a lie. No, it's not. If if somebody said, the Holy Spirit told me that I could do this and do it. And if it ain't in the Bible, if it ain't in the words of Christ, throw it away. If If Jesus hasn't said it. Now, you know, there's a lot of strange things going on there. And listen, the special revelation. That's why the Mormons and the Jehovah Witness, they claim they had some kind of experience with angels. But something is wrong. It doesn't say what the Bible says. These angels turn out to, Jesus. Paul said, if anybody come preach any gospel which you have heard from, even though he be an angel. If it ain't in the word, it ain't God. There will appears an angel of light, a preacher of righteousness, the Bible says. We better know who we believe, and we better know who's speaking to us, right? Okay. I want to read, uh, and whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will do it. That's just plain, right? Jesus is saying, whatever you need from the Father, whatever you ask the Father in his name, he'll do it. Now, what is Jesus telling us? That's kind of of definite, right? It's, 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 It's sealed. Jesus said, if you can trust me in Acts... You're going to have whatever you ask. He didn't say what you you want. (laughs) Listen, the people say, well, I want a brand new Cadillac. Don't don't beg God for that. (laughs) That's not what he's talking about. Now, if he wants to give you a Cadillac, drive it with joy and peace. Enjoy it. (laughs) But Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I'll do it. He didn't say, I might do it, or maybe I'll think about it. He said, I'll do it, right? I need some things right now. I'm praying, God. I'm going to get it, right? Because Jesus said, whatever you ask your father in my name, whether it be a healing or a financial blessing or some salvation of a loved one, it's coming. Because you ask the Lord. But he says here, in verse 14, I'm going to, go to if you ask anything, and he goes, and he kind of just gives you a seal on it. You ask anything in my name. Right? Whatever you ask the Father, money, name, name, and he goes back and says, if you ask anything, it's like he's he's reassuring you, right? It's like he's he's making he's giving you a double testimony, we you it, a double word. That's how powerful faith is, that's how powerful the word of God is, that's how powerful Jesus' name is. You're gonna live, you're gonna live in the name of Jesus, right? My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, if you're gonna live, you got to live by the name of Jesus. Some weeks ago I talked about when Stephen was in uh, being persecuted, I mean stoned in the book of Acts. And he said he looked up to heaven and he said, I see Jesus. <laughs> My God, you know how powerful that is. If you get on your knees and say, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I see Jesus. <laughs> Come on, Holy Ghost. I know he's there. I know he's there to answer my prayers. I know he's there to set my feet on the right path. I know he's going to establish everything in his word, and it's coming to pass. All he has, all the Lord sees for you is good, not evil. Come on, that's what he has for his children. I see Jesus. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Brother, I can feel it, man. I see Jesus. I see Jesus. The way, the truth, and the light. Just Madeline, I see Jesus, the healer of my body. I see Jesus, the savior of my soul. I see Jesus, the redeemer of my spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. I see Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> my God, I, I feel good. Man, I, I could go home. I could go run down that road. Got to see Jesus. The Holy Ghost has us here to fall work. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. He has us here. for. Listen, I was getting ready to prepare this message, and I was reading it, and I was on my table, and I was reading and I said, man, I just God was just ministering to me. The person of the Holy Spirit. And I go in the room. They have a preacher on the radio. He's, he, I mean, a minute later, the Holy Ghost. Is, you got to preach the Holy Ghost. You got to preach he, the Holy Spirit is, is the power of God. I said, man, how, come confirm, how, can, how, how can you confirm something better than that? Yes, the Holy Spirit is the power of God. And the Holy Spirit's going to act upon the mind of God. You hear what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit's linked to the Father and the Son. Man, I feel the presence of God. I don't know about you. It might not be lonely, but it might shout a little bit. Hallelujah! Jesus is the power of God. But he blazes off into the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the life and power of Jesus, of the Father. Right? Okay. It says this. If you love me, Wait, now wait, something has to happen before the Holy Spirit can operate in your life. <laughs> Listen to me, you got to keep His commandments. And when people get mad when I say, well, we're not under the law. Let me tell you something, God's character about sin has never changed. Maybe we're not under the ceremonial law, offering of up goats and bulls, but the, the character of God is put in His, in his Word, in His Ten Commandments. God hates sin. And God despises sin. And when he talks about keeping his commandments, you have to follow the will of God. Now, I'm not perfect. We're learning, praise God. Please don't, don't, don't take for granted. Well, no, it's perfect. I don't need That's not what I'm saying, praise God. But there is a, a standard God holds in his word. Right? Those are not ten opinions, Lawrence, where he says, I think you better do it. No, no. Ten Commandments. You either do it or you die. You fall, you're, going to, you're going to lose your soul. Now, the thing is that those commandments are, com, are combined into the grace of God. Come on. When we fail one of them or two of them or three of them, we can go to Jesus. Right? And he'll forgive us because of the grace. You see, in the Old Testament, you couldn't do that that easy. I just finished the book of Leviticus not too long. Janice is reading it right now. They had a lot of things you had to do before you could even get covered. The sins was not even gone. It only would cover you for a year. And they had to offer a lamb and a goat. And someone couldn't afford a lamb. They put pigeons or turtle doves or something. And, and it was always constantly offering that same blood over and, over and over and over and over. And never could take away sin. But my Lord offered his life. His blood once. For the atonement of the sins of the whole world. And he died on that cross. That we can have life. And have it more abundantly. No those are not ten opinions. He said. If you love me. Keep my commandments. Right? Right? Right. And he says I will do what? I will pray to the father. And he will give you another helper. Or comforter. That he may abide with you. you heard that forever (laughs) oh no not forever forever that's what it said if you abide in the word of god and abide and follow his commandments and follow the lord and love jesus the holy spirit will never leave my god i don't know where i would be without the holy ghost I don't know ex- where I'd be today if it wouldn't be for the Holy Spirit dealing with me and showing me the way. Thank God I have a light. Come on, thank God I have a voice that can speak to me. That is a person of the Holy Ghost that tells you in the night, Lenny, you better do this. I, this is what you need to do. This is what I want you to do. He don't ask my opinion, though. No. He says, what you, he don't say, Lenny, what do you think we ought to do? No, no. <laughs> this is what I tell you to do. And he does it with such grace and such love and such patience with me. Because I'm not always receptive. Even I say, oh no. I kicked something, you know. Uh, how dare God ask me to go that far? Mm, you know. How dare God tell me to do this? And how dare God make my life so uncomfortable? Come on, Holy Ghost. Ho oh, ho. You want to live for the Lord? I gave it all to him. Wait. (laughs) you know what I thought about when y'all were singing it? I didn't just get half saved. (laughs) I didn't get 25% saved or 10% saved. He's either Lord of all. He's not Lord at all. (laughs) Come on, Holy Ghost. My God, he's either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. What did Paul, what did the Lord tell Paul when he was on the road to Damascus? He was going to lock Christians up. You ever read, you know, you ever read the book of Acts? The Lord appeared to him and said, Paul, it's hard for you to kick against a prick. What is that? That's a, that's a goal, a pointed stick that would push the sheep. And then when they didn't want to walk the way the shepherd was saying, would send them, they would kick it. <laughs> No, it's true. (laughs) They would kick against the prick (laughs) or the thing that was driving the sheep. Come on, you stupid sheep. Come on. I don't want to go that way. I think I can go this way. And he's shoving you. (laughs) Why y'all getting messed up this morning? (laughs) No, seriously. Anytime we fight the voice of God, he said we're kicking against that prick. We're fighting God, right? We're fighting God. He says, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter or helper. That he may abide with you forever. Now listen, Jesus is telling his disciples, I'm leaving. While I was with you, you didn't need the Holy Spirit. I was the Holy Ghost. I was there to tell you, to lead you, to to speak to you. To show you. But now, I'm going to meet the Father. And I'm going to send the Holy Spirit back. See, back in the Old Testament, the only ones that received the Holy Spirit was the priests and the prophets. They would receive it. But not everybody could receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost or receive the Holy Spirit. I'm not necessarily talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost this morning. I'm talking about the feeling when you got saved. If, if I'm gonna teach you something, i have see that often I'm gonna say it again for the for the sake of saying it. If there's no change in your life, there's no Jesus. Because when the Holy Spirit comes to live in your heart, something's gonna happen. Don't tell me so well, I, I said this prayer, but nothing never happened. I'm gonna tell you you better make sure something happens. Because if something ain't happened, there was never no Jesus, right? There's no change. And the Holy Spirit. It's not that you... Those that are saved... Uh, I'll kick against the prick sometimes. I don't want to do that. Don't you do that sometimes? God? Uh, God's saying, uh, uh, this is what I want for you to do. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> no I'm, it don't hurt. But I want you to hear that sound. Yeah. That's you kicking against God. Kicking against His... his will, <laughs> 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 Right? <laughs> The Holy Spirit is speaking. And he's saying, listen, when you hear that voice, that's God giving the Holy Spirit direction. And go meet Yvette and Ray and all y'all and and all y'all. And tell them, this is what I want. Right? I want it it this way. You're going to hear that something and you'll sleep tonight. Because next time God's going to tell you to get up and pray. Read your Bible. Time to go to church. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I don't want to matter this morning. i get the same thing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! I bet you're going to think twice before say, Thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Huh? Right. Don't you dare talk about that person. Don't you dare gossip! (laughs) You better pray for that, Pastor. (laughs) Oh, brother, help us! (laughs) That little song we were singing the other day. Oh, about uh, that old song. uh, Just to get it off off of my head. Uh, Anyway, I'll think about it. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna come to me, bro. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we we'll are singing on we way going to home there. Uh, not my mama, not my daddy, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mama, not my daddy, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not the preacher, not the sinner, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not the preacher, not the sinner, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And every, every time, every time God says something, and you kick against it. It's me. Some <laughs> guy says, "Go here." It's me. Oh Lord. <laughs> and some, anytime you got something against the preacher, Français, it's me. <laughs> it's me. Oh Lord. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Stand in the <thiszone> prayer. <laughs> listen, listen. I try to be a humble guy, but sometimes I'm hard-headed. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Sometimes I want it my way. I want it. I want it my way, man. You better calm down. I want it my way, God. I want it my way. I want it. I want my way. I want it. I want to do it the way I want to do it. If you expect me to serve you, I got my own opinion. (laughs) Okay. I'm telling you, I ain't ain't got nothing to hide. I ain't got nothing to hide. Okay. (laughs) Let me show the fucking trouble. (laughs) Okay. But he said, in the spirit of truth, spirit of what? Spirit of half truth? (laughs) Made up truth? (laughs) the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. See, the world don't want to hear the truth, Brady. They don't want to hear the okay. They want to go where they want to go, do what they want to do, have fun like they want to sleep with, who they want to sleep with. They want to be what they want to be. They don't want the truth. They don't want a preacher's pointing his finger and says, It is sin. And if you don't repent of it, you'll die and go to hell. But anyway, it's the truth. Sin is what separates man and God. This is the truth. God is calling us to live holy lives. And without holiness, no man shall see God. You heard me a few months, a month or so back. I'll preach a message. God demands holiness. A separated life. That's what that word holy means. To be separated from the things of this world. It don't mean you have to live in a box, throw ashes on your head, and mourn all day. <laughs> I like to go fishing. I like to go driving. You can do things that you don't have to be connected with. Me and Janice, we sometimes we come in the church and we're talking about the Lord. Sometimes we go and see things, we're singing songs. But I'm talking about a separated life. Listen, when the world is doing something, you can bank on it. It ain't God. Like that atrocity that's going to happen the next couple of days. Such blaspheming. Mardi Gras, which is nothing but a day to worship Satan. Then it's all done in the name of religion. You understand what I'm saying? It's all done. They're going to have all the sin they can have from Monday to Tuesday. And they're going to all go repent the next day. That's blaspheming. That's just, that's just religion for you. That's what religion does. It covers the truth. You get what I'm coming from? Putting uh, uh, some ashes on your head ain't going to solve the soul problem. Nope. Come on, Jesus. I'm preaching now. Y'all better hear me or something. I'll, I said putting ashes on your head don't solve the, the soul problem. It's a religious demon that has no nothing to do with God. Come on. Okay. Let me go on. <laughs> The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because what? Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. That's what it says. For he dwells with you. And will be in you. When you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, man, you don't know what you have. Because one thing it's going to do is direct you into truth. Right? Right? That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Number one thing it does is truth. You know, Jesus said, I'll send another comfort. It'll comfort you. It'll lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is the voice of God. Let me say that again. (laughs) The Holy Spirit is the voice of God. It's the voice of Christ. Listen, there's things I don't understand. I'm going to be honest with y'all, sisters. I'm going I'm, I'm to be blunt with y'all. I don't have it all together. Somebody, oh, no, come on, brother. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think I have it half all together. But I know when the Holy Spirit speaks. Because when he speaks, it's, it's personal. Most of the time, it's about landing. It's about what God wants me to, well, I feel the Holy Ghost, to draw close to him. You know, he gave me a word this morning. I had a brother come to my house yesterday, and a good brother in the Lord. And, and I told him, I said, I don't have nothing for this morning. And it, I just we were, we were fixing to have church next morning. I said, I got to go wait on the Lord. <laughs> and he gave me this, and it was confirmed by the Holy Ghost, that the, the Holy Spirit is not welcome in the modern church. It's not welcome in the lives of Christians because there, there's nobody talking holy really about the Holy Spirit no more. Oh, they, they'll call things. That's the Holy Spirit. Listen, barking like a dog, like some of these guys doing, wiggling on the floor. You ought to see this. preachers, men, eloquent men, men, men of renown, uh, know the Bible. They, they, like some kind of idiot. That ain't the Holy Ghost. You ought to see this, this, this stuff. Do you, do you read in the Bible where Jesus' disciples barked like a dog? Or wiggled like a snake on the ground? I don't see it. I don't see half of that stuff they, they call the Holy Spirit today. And it's dangerous. You better not play with the Holy Spirit and call something that's of God. Or not of God and call it, you know what I'm saying? Claim it's of God and it's not. Because there's a warning against blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Now The blas- The Holy Spirit, when people say, well, I wonder if I have a blasphemy. No, you didn't. There's not a person in this church ever blasphemy. You know why? Because you wouldn't be here. Let me tell you the reason why you wouldn't be here. Because the Holy Spirit, I mean, there would be no spirit. you got to be cold-hearted and dead as God-hating as possible to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. If you're convicted, you better thank God for it. Yes, well. Listen, we said some stupid things in the past in our own lives. And we didn't know, all right? But after a while, you learn what's the spirit of God and what's the spirit of Satan. If you hear this morning, no, you did not blaspheme the Holy Ghost, never. Because someone that has done it will not be in church. Someone that has done it will not be praying. Someone that has done it will not be seeking God. Because they're repubate. The word repubate means to be cast off or never. There's, there's people that can get to the point where they can't come back. Because they, they listen, I've, I've read it. Paul said, Lest you be repubate. He said, Don't you know the voice of God? Lest you be repubate. Come on, Holy Ghost. We don't think for a minute that, listen, we, we can't play with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, You blaspheme me, it's forgivable. You blaspheme the Father, it's forgivable. But if you blaspheme the Holy Ghost, it's no forgiveness. Because that's the most serious sin that could ever be committed. Because you're in danger of hell's judgment. Now, when I see somebody say, I think I blasphemed the Holy Ghost. I say, no you didn't. Why, Why are you weeping? Why are you concerned? See, when you do that, you don't care nothing about God. See, when I think about blaspheming, the Holy Ghost, I think about the Antichrist because he has no soul. I mean, the Spirit of Christ, he's, he hates God. He has no way he's ever going to be saved. The devil will never be saved. See what I'm saying? The devil has no repentance in him. I thank God every day, man. Seriously, oh, when God deals with the Lord, thank you. you better get on your knees. When the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, you better do something about it yeah. because if that voice ever gets silent, now I know sometimes we go through dry spells. I've done it, and listen, it's, it's horrible because I believe God allows us to be tested to see we don't serve God on a feeling. You hear what I'm saying? We serve God based on the Word of God. Thank God when you feel the presence of God, like we did this morning. Thank God when you when you when you when you know He's speaking to you. And there's times I've been through like a I use that example. You ever seen them old ghost towns? Where you see that tumbling weed? <laughs> The dust blows, and I tell me, "We go. You have a bank, but there's no money in it." Lawrence, they got a hospital, a doctor's office. There's no doctor there. They got, they got everything it takes, but there's no life. And listen, I hate that feeling. Man, I went through some times. One time in my life, I, I tell you the truth, I didn't feel nothing. Oh God, help me! Oh God, help me! Thank God, He came and. Feel my heart with compassion. Came and filled my heart. That's a sign of the Holy Spirit moving in your life. But don't ever get to the place where you're so hard, man, that God can't reach you. See, everyone in here, and I don't want to be rough then this morning, everyone in you is responsible for what you're hearing this morning. Everyone. I can't go behind you and make you do it or make you obey God, right? When you're going to stand before the Lord one day, I'm not going to be there or anybody else for that matter. It's only going to be you and Jesus, you and the Father. What did you do it, my son Jesus? How, did, you, did you accept my, my spirit? Did you, did you follow my ways? I went to church once a week. It's good. But still ain't enough. I prayed. It's good. But where's the fruit of it? You know what I'm saying? See, I'm getting to the point in my life, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be that much longer, where the Holy Spirit has to be my attention. You know what I'm saying, Brother life? The Holy Spirit has to be, Brother Allen, my attention, radio, all the ones in here. We have to be fixed on the voice of God. Listen, don't ever let you, don't ever let you get your selfish pride get in the way. Don't let you, let you can't give God no advice. Unless I'm praying sometimes, say, Lord, this is what you need to do, and you got to do it this way, and Lord, you know that person. Oh, really? <laughs> like, God needs your opinion. Like, God, need, you need to show God how to do it. I can't show God nothing. Who am I to counsel the Lord? For real. All you have to say, like y'all saying, Lord, I just give myself away. I just give myself away. Lord, I listen, when I pray for a lost soul, I say, Lord, save them. Deal with them. You can't tell God how to do it. He already knows. How. <laughs> Come on, holy you get what I'm saying? I say, sometimes I, I caught myself saying, "Lord, that sounds so stupid." Telling God how to do His business. oh stupid! But that's what fellowship with the Lord. We think we we think we're doing something. We're not. I say, God, it's in Your hand. I'm seeking You for that answer. I'm seeking You for the salvation of that person. I'm seeking You for my health. I'm seeking You for the help of somebody else. You know what I'm saying? That constant, yeah. That's the way to pray. Right? Let yes. you close your Bible. I'm just going to paraphrase for you. Because I believe this is the Holy Ghost. Seriously, honestly. I don't know why in the world. Listen, I want to emphasize more on the Spirit leading us. Right? See, one day, if the Lord don't, the Lord don't come back first, I'm going to die one day. You're going to die. Maybe somebody else will be here. You know, another preacher. Another, you know, I can't live forever, right? Years ago, I sat where my wife sat, and I was talking to some brothers in the church. I said, this church was birthed on the Holy Ghost. It was birthed on the power of the Holy Spirit. It had to be. When this building, this ministry first started off, they, they, just, they were just crazy enough to believe it. I'm not saying they did everything perfect. Seriously. But when it came down to Brother Allen, he was there. When it came down to they were looking for Jesus. Right, Brother Allen? It was emphasized that Jesus was the healer. That Jesus was the one that directs and leads. See, that, that has to be today in this church. It has to be the message that we're looking for. As we go on with the Lord, we understand a little bit better, okay? Sometimes I see in my life, I see some stuff when I was a young Christian, I said, I should have never say, that's stupid. You ever say that, Lord, this is stupid? I'm I, I can, Running our big mouths and thinking we can, come on. No. There's times I should have just shut up. You hear what I'm saying? And waited on the Holy Spirit. But no, I was a young Christian, full of zeal. You know, you ever got like that? Man, I'm gonna tell them brothers this is what I think. And the Lord go back home. I'm gonna tell you what I think. <laughs> I <love you. laughs> uh, my wife, she's my witness this time, and I'm just crying. God, I can't. How how am I gonna do it? Lately, it's been like that. I, I need you, Jesus. I can't do without you. I'm telling you the honest God truth. Solomon was Praying when he built the temple, and one of the things that he prayed for, Lord, I don't know how to lead these people. My God, you hear what I'm saying? He said, Solomon, because you didn't ask for money and fortune, and asked, he said, because you asked wisdom on how to lead my people, I'm gonna give you all the rest. I said, That's listen, he didn't go to God and said, Lord. Make me rich like them bull bulls you got out there in this world today. Preachers, they call them. I don't call them preachers. I call them crooks. And I'm not saying that because we, not, we, not get, we have to understand the voice of God. And when God speaks, we have to listen. Okay, let me just read this to you. And I didn't read these. I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase. It. it says, in chapter 5 of 1 John, verse 7 says, There are three that bear record in heaven. Three. For our Pentecostal friends, I believe there's only Jesus up there. Come on. <laughs> the Bible says there's three. The Father, the Word, which is Jesus, and the Spirit. That's what in my Bible. You can go ahead and read it for yourself. When people say, there's only Jesus. There ain't three. No, there is three. The three are one They're, they're, so, they're, they're so knitted They don't think any different. They act the same way. They believe the same way. They work the same way. Jesus was praying in chapter 17 of John. He said, Lord, but his disciples make them one as we are one. Now, the disciples couldn't be one person, right? They were one in unity. See? But you see, some people like to take a verse out of the Bible. Oh, yeah, this is the gospel. You better read the rest of it, buddy. (laughs) You better read the rest of it. The Holy Spirit is the third man in the Trinity. Jesus is the intercessor. The Father is the provider. Get what I'm saying? Even Jesus said, you have to ask the Father. Jesus said, no, ask me. Ask the Father in money, We worship Jesus. We pray and thank God for him. But Jesus is not the provider. Jesus is the intercessor. He's the one who goes to God for you. Read the Bible. I, I said to him, years we." <laughs> You know, we go to the Lord, we go to Him in the name of Jesus. We take our, our, our Jesus is our lawyer. You remember that song, Lord, you're my lawyer, Lord, you're my lawyer, you go to the Father for me. Jesus never said, Ask Him for anything. He said, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. Come on, Holy Ghost. Now I know Jesus is part of it, but he's, God is the provider. Jesus is the intercessor. The Holy Spirit is the one that's doing the work in your heart. Right? So when you, when you, when, when they went baptizing, in uh, Matthew says, go baptize everybody. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because they're, these three are one. You can't separate them. Right? It's impossible. The Holy Spirit will never, ever do anything contrary to Jesus or the Father. Everything the Holy Spirit does is lined up with God's Word. And I don't care how many people say, well, I saw a spirit, and he told me to do this. Well, what does the Bible say? Well, I'm not worried about that. It's, it's what he, I saw that spirit. It ain't God's spirit. It's not. So he says here, and I'm, I'm going to go on. It talks about in Acts chapter 2, and if you ever get a chance, it's when Paul went to a certain city and he had some believers there. <coughs> and he asked them if they ever received the Holy Spirit. He said, we're not so much even heard of whether there'd be a Holy Spirit. And Paul said, well, what, do you, what would you baptize? We would baptize under John's back. Because they must have not been listening good, but John said, his shoes that are coming, I can't even latch. Even unlatch. See what I'm saying? He said, "I baptize you with water, but He's going to baptize you with and fire, fire." Now you see, I read that verse. I said, "Well, didn't didn't they hear what John was preaching? Didn't he? They were baptized by John. He went to church, and you've been going to church and for years, and you can't quote three verses. <laughs> Come on, no." You know, the the, the God was moving. People coming to John. He was baptizing them. And then comes Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God. Take it away. The sins of the... You know, Jesus needed to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. He said when when he came out of the water, the the Spirit descended on him like a dove. And he didn't do one thing until he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But he was the Holy Spirit. And so to speak. The Holy Spirit had to fill him. And he got filled and he went about doing the Father's work. Okay, I'm not getting into I don't get off into another subject. But what it's like people, you go to church today. Did you have a what is the Holy Spirit in, doing in your life? I didn't even know he had to do anything in my life. Well most churches know about the Holy Spirit, but some of them they, they preach him, well, you know, uh you, that, that don't happen today, or the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit feel baptism is not needed today. And they have all kinds of excuses why. <laughs> why in the world they, they, they can't accept the plain word? The disciples were born again on the day of Pentecost, but they all got filled with the Holy Spirit. All of them. Then they, and if you, if you go back a few chapters later, they're filled again. But I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit in your life to give you a direct word from the Lord, the power to teach you how to live for God. That's what I'm talking about. Not even talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, really. That's a wonderful thing, but how to live a godly life and to hear the voice of God. Somebody said, "Well, God don't talk to me." I said, "Oh no, He, he don't hear me." I said, "Well, go ahead and curse Him see if He don't." Oh no, I won't curse God. <laughs> Well, you just said he don't hear you. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You understand? That this is our mindset, God don't speak to me. I don't hear from God. I said, well, go curse him. Oh, no, I don't do that. Well, why not? He don't hear you. Oh, yeah, he hears. Oh, yeah, he hears an open and obedient heart. You get where I'm coming from? He hears a heart that is seeking after him and knows him. You know? Okay. Second Peter uh, 121 says, The word was spoken by the Holy Ghost. Well, who spoke the word? The by the Holy. The prophets of all, you know where they got a word from? The Holy Ghost. You know where the apostles heard from? The Holy Ghost. You know who wrote this Bible? The Holy Ghost. Or men wrote it, but <laughs> the Holy Ghost it spoke to them and as they wrote. You know, maybe the man's hand was on it, on the pencil, but the Holy Ghost was doing the writing. This book has been proven over and over and over again as the Word of God. It's never failed. I don't know where I'd be without it. (laughs) If it was written by man, man would have made it a little easier. And if I was writing the Bible, I said, well, let me me see what I can do to make these people comfortable. Believe me, there's preachers preaching comfortable Gospels right now. "Let Let me see how I can sway it my way. That book, has cut the heart of millions, bro. Millions. And it can't happen by a man's own way. It's the Holy Spirit that wrote this book. You hear what I'm saying? In Luke 12, 12, it says the Holy Spirit is a teacher. John 14, verse 16 talks about the Father will send another comforter. We just read that. You got to have the Comforter. Chapter 16, verse 7 of John says, If I go not away, the Comforter will not come. Who is, what is he talking about? I got to die first before you can have the Holy Spirit in your life. Before you can experience the, 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 the Spirit in your life, I got to go meet the Father first. Then I'll send him back. And he'll be the cover. You know the book of Acts? And that's just me. Should be the, not, not the acts of the apostles, the acts of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hear me. True. Yeah. They, they call the book of Acts the acts of the apostles, but it shouldn't be that way. And I'm not rewriting anything. I'm just saying what I feel. That they should be the acts of the Holy Spirit. Because it is the book that demonstrates more of the power of the Holy Spirit than any other book. Because he was starting the church, right? John 15, uh, 26 says this. The spirit of truth is what the Holy Spirit is interested in, right? He's going to give you truth. Of course, we know in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, this is when they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, all right? Ephesians 4, verse 30 says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit. If he's not a person, how can he be grieved? How do you grieve him? You grieve him by fighting him and fighting the word and kicking against the prick. I don't need that block again. I'm gonna bring my foot. <laughs> God tells you, Sister Madeline, to do something, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I want to do it my way. I like it the way I do it. God's going to f- understand my way one day. <laughs> God's going to see it. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something, fuckers. Years ago when I was working for the highway department, let me tell you something, brother. I, I, I was the only one there, Christian. I, I tried to, other Christians would come around, they were so flaky, they were blending with everybody else. And there was a man, I was learning to ride, drive, run the motor grader, the big old graders on the side of the road. And I was in there, and I said, you know what? And This is an ungodly, man, a pagan, man. I said, the Lord's going to help me to learn it. He said, the Lord ain't going to come and do it for you. I said, oh, he ain't happy. (laughs) He said, the Lord, and he came out at me, and he was hollering, man, at me. I said, man, I didn't tell you nothing, but the Lord is going to help me. I could have broke his face. I was young enough and strong enough to do it. And listen, I got backed up. I could hear him hollering, man. I could hear him he going, he was getting away from me, he was hollering. And you know what? <laughs> listen, you gotta swallow some stuff when the Holy Ghost tells you. I went to work the next day, he's in he's, he's standing with the crowd, you know. I went to grab his hand, to shake his hand. He wouldn't take it. <laughs> I said, Lord, I did my part. <laughs> I, I did it. I went to show him I was gonna forgive him. Next day I come back, I went to grab it again. He still didn't want it. Let me tell you something, brother. Second time I got enough. I ain't gonna play with that heathen. But I think God was doing something in me more than he was doing in him. One day I went to him, I said, Man, how you doing? I grabbed him by the (laughs) hand. Lucky didn't punch me. And boy, I was, I was rejoicing, man. <laughs> I didn't understand why God wanted it like that, but I felt good. <laughs> I felt real good. Didn't preach to him, and I just grabbed him. But, and, uh, how you doing? One little guy, and I'm finishing the clothes, y'all. Man, listen, he, I could have I broke him in half, another one. And he got me, I was kind of deforming in a little while. I didn't want to be deforming that crazy bunch, but... Someone said, and then and he got me so mad, I chewed him out. <laughs> Brothers, listen, God knows how to humble you. And I said, man, he deserved that. Yeah. I showed him. Oh, I backed off. <laughs> I backed off. Holy Spirit, now you can go apologize to him. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, <laughs> I had to do a lot of growing, man. Listen. I said, man, I'll, I'll kick in against the oh. <laughs> I just wanted to hurt him. I'd have broken him in half. <laughs> so nasty and rude, uh, rude little pipsqueak. That's what he was. <laughs> and I went, I looked, I said, man, I'm sorry. You know what he told me? I don't care about that. <laughs> he walked off. I said, that's it, Lord. He said. And it happened just like that other man. And he came back, and I'll oh, shoot him out again, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I said, apologize to him. <laughs> oh, no. Hear it? And after a while, I went back. He did the same thing. You know, when I left the Howard department, he was, he was sick. I heard he was sick, and I called him. My God, I feel the Holy Spirit. You know what he told me, Lawrence? He said, man, all that stuff I ever did to you, I, I, I didn't mean it. I want to change my life. Oh, man. Don't think it, sound, it might sound stupid to you when God asks you to do something that makes you uncomfortable. But it's going to bring a soul in. You understand what I'm saying? If I would have got in his face and never went back, he might have never made it right. Because he would saw a Christian that didn't have mercy. And I'm not perfect. y'all. I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't always like that. Sometimes I, I messed up. Just plain. I, I'm be bleak. I ain't got nothing high and I messed up. But there are times in my life when I knew God was speaking. And it didn't sound right. And it didn't make sense. But God brought the fruit. When the Holy Spirit says, quench not the Spirit. <laughs> I feel the Holy Ghost, man. Brother, I'm, I'm fixing to stop, really. But quench not. Remember, remember Jan one time? Listen, I had a time with Jan one time. We, and, and I'm closing. We were, uh, <laughs> we had, listen, I'm only, I can only tell you what I went through, okay? And listen, she had, her feet were bothering her. And that was when, about 30 years ago, 20 years ago, I was working for the highway department or somewhere. Anyway, and, uh, and she was suffering with that. And I, I went in the room and said, I want an egg sandwich. She didn't want to get up. She couldn't, she couldn't get up. I said, I got, I got, I got real, 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 real self righteous. I'll make my own sandwich. I closed the door, POW! Went up there and, <laughs> I'm not lying to you, bro. <laughs> Listen to me. I was making my egg sandwich and I was toasting my bread and the Lord said, You big dummy. That's what he told me. So you go in there and apologize to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that in your sleep tonight. I was kicking, man. My old self. I said, and then I went to the door, and I, I, I grabbed that door and I opened it. I said, I'm sorry, and I slammed it. But <laughs> 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 Listen, listen, oh. listen. And and I got in my pickup truck. I tried to sing some songs, some gospel songs, it didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> right. I tried. Amazing grace. I can feel like, don't sing to me, you devil. Don't sing to me, you, you, you go, tell, call your wife back. And you tell her you're sorry and you mean it. <laughs> so I got done in this and my heart's broken. I said, Jane, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Then the speech, spirit of peace came on <laughs> Hey, look, now, now. I make my own eggs, but I don't do it in rebellion. I, she wants to rest. Let her rest. She works a lot. That's why I bought me a snack master. <laughs> make my own ham sandwich. Let's stand up. And you might be saying, well, what kind of pastor are you? That's what kind I am. I'm a messed up one sometimes. I got to get right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Made a breakfast this morning. Yeah. I'll do it. Hey yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> no, I didn't bring but me <laughs> you better start start. I'm gonna have to go make everybody an sandwich and bring it next Sunday. <laughs> all right, Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Thank you for your voice in our hearts. Father, we need your direction. We need your power. We need your grace. Lord, I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, to move here this morning. I thank you for what you're doing, Father. Teach us to hear your voice. For your, your word says in John chapter 10, your sheep know your voice. And they follow. A harling, or somebody hired to do the job, they will not follow. But they'll follow the shepherd that will give his life for the sheep, Father. Lord, let the Holy Spirit be with us this morning. I thank you and praise you.